episode of Marketing Management and Money. I am your host, Ryan Owens. And I'm your host, Ryan Murray. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to dive into an interesting topic of whether you should fire everybody on your staff or train them or ignore them. <laughs> so I I love the way that you kicked off this topic. Right? Because it really is, you know, and uh, all right. To understand what's going on here, you got to understand that we're looking at it from the perspective of what do you do when someone on your staff is not performing. Yeah. So there there are essentially only three things you can do. Yeah. You can ignore the problem and pretend that it doesn't exist. You can work with them, which we like to just call train. You yeah. Know, because it can be where you just sit down and kind of do a little bit of hand-holding or coaching or whatever. Or it can be that, you know, you're going to bring in some uh, really expensive consultant to rearrange your whole organization because apparently nobody knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Or you can just fire them. You can be like, mm, Gonzo. You're fired. Yeah. And... The funny thing is, is these are your three options. Like every, everyone, when, when I talk to businesses and they're having problems with their employees, they're just like, what do I do? I, you know, I, I've got this and I've got this. And, and it's like they want to make the problem bigger than it is. But in reality, I'm like, well, you either want the person on your team or you don't want the person on your team. Yeah, exactly. If you want the person on your team, you got to do something about it. Now, unfortunately, too many entrepreneurs go with the ignore them route. And, you know, let's yeah. let, let's start there because that's the worst option. And let's just get it out of the way. And, sure. you know, when, when I say let's start there, it's not because I, I'm not giving any recommendations. I'm not going to teach you how to do a good job of ignoring your employees or ignoring problems that are persisting. Right. This is saying, okay, these are the red flags to look out for. Are you doing this? Are you ignoring stuff that you need to take care of? Yeah, and I'm glad that you presented it that way because ultimately it's like, duh, don't do it, right? (laughs) Don't ignore problems in your business. It doesn't make anything better. Right. It only is like rust. Once it starts, if you don't get it out, it just gets worse. Uh Even if you cover it up with a coat of paint just going to keep oxidizing. Oh, that's a beautiful analogy. I know, right? <laughs> I thought of that one all on my own. <laughs> so does that mean that the second anything goes wrong, you have to step in with an iron fist and just, you know. And fire clamp, people? Yeah, and clamp down on that. I love firing people. But. <laughs> I actually don't. I hate firing people. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are very few people who love firing people. There are some people out there that truly enjoy well, I, I, we'll, I, we'll get there. Let's let's I, dial this back to the I, I, ignoring. I, I, I was talking to an entrepreneur once, and okay. I know we're going to get to the firing, but I'm going to share this story. Fine. So I was talking to an entrepreneur once, and he's like, I have fired more people than I care to admit. And I'm just like, whoa, okay, that's that that that's awesome. And, <laughs> and then he followed it up with, he's like, I'm just afraid of when karma comes back. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah. Okay. You know. Well, so I know that so many entrepreneurs. See, now you. you are, are we on a firing? Yeah, we kind of are. You looped me in. I'm going to give this example, and then we're going to jump back. Okay. Okay. I've, I, I know that you said that it happens so much that entrepreneurs just ignore problems, right? They ignore employees and move on. 
I have seen that it's, it's my impression that the vast majority of entrepreneurs that have problems just fire them. Like, it, like a lot of the entrepreneurs that they I fire know, their problems away. Yeah. They, they're just so they're moving so fast and oh, I just don't have time for this crap. Pew gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get out of here. Well, and if, you know, if, if you're already on the fifth person in the same position <laughs> in your sixth month of business. Yeah. It's, it's probably not them. It's probably you. Yeah. It's time to look in the mirror a little yeah. bit. But we're not there. We're to the ignoring. We're going to talk oh, about it. It just shows how much we're excited about <laughs> firing, <about> firing people. <laughs> Fired. So uh, on, on the ignoring, the first thing that I want to point out is there's nothing wrong with giving a little time to work itself out. There are a lot of kinks in your business. You know, someone comes in, they're oh, having yeah. a bad day, yeah. and you just want to ignore the fact that they're having a bad day. And, you know, maybe maybe they're not being as friendly to the customers as you would like, but you know that they're having a bad day. And so you're like, you're going to tolerate that and be like, okay, if you come back tomorrow with a good attitude, I'm going to let it slide because I understand that you are a human being. So there's nothing wrong with allowing some of the kinks to work themselves out. But it's that point where you're kind of like dodging the problem. Yeah. You know, someone someone comes into your office for the third time complaining about the same issue and you're just like, oh, uh, yeah, I got a meeting real quick. You know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like that's that's the ignoring that is dangerous to your business. Yeah. Or if an employee comes to you, another employee comes to you and says, Hey, they're doing it again. And you're like, yeah, I'll talk to him. And you have no intention of talking to him. Or there's that pit in your stomach and you're like, Oh, Hey, so, you know, there's that thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. You're right. We won't. Okay. We're good. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. You got to, you're ignoring it. Like, come on, get into it. Just jump in it. And, and, it is just bad management to ignore problems. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it doesn't matter. And they're well, not fun to deal with. No. I, nobody thinks they're fun to deal with except the masochist. <laughs> but it's just something you need to do, right? Like address them head on. Yeah. If, and that's why, like, <laughs> I, I hate firing people and I, I have a really hard time having those kinds of conversations with people that where there are those problems because and I don't know if it's just a lack of trust on my part or insecurity or, or whatever, probably all of those things, but I have a really hard time approaching people and being like, okay, wait, there's this thing. But I have found so often that it's, if you just be real about it, and approach it from the get-go. You're not bringing baggage into the situation because mm -hmm. you've put it off for three weeks and you've had the same complaint come back to you seven times. You know, if you can just come into it and be like, hey, let's have a conversation about this. Like, let's be adults here. We don't need to get emotions involved and be crazy, but let's just be real. Like, we can be honest. This is safe. Let, yeah. Let's talk. And problems are weeds and they grow. Yeah. And, you know, if if you, if, if you don't pull them out by the root then, you know, you're going to find that your management, your culture in your company is infested with weeds. Yeah. And at that point, then you're, you're really, and the weeds start to choke out the plants. Oh yeah. You know, you've got good then, employees, great employees, yeah. and they're going to be like, I, I, I can't handle this. You know, they're, right. the, the weeds are too thick. I, I can't handle 
And that's probably the most common thing that I've seen as a result of ignoring problems is good people being like, I can't. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Peace. And and so if you're having a hard time attracting talent, keeping talent, mm-hmm. if you feel like everyone who's coming to you is garbage, yeah. and I'm sorry to be so blunt, but I, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs all the time and they're just like, I can't find any good help in this town. I'm like, yeah. well, guess what? This town is not cursed. Right. <laughs> You know, you move to the one town in the entire country that has no good employees. Yeah. Every other town has amazing employees. I'm like, yeah. no, it's it's not that there are good people and bad people. It's that there are good company cultures that attract good people. And then there are millennials. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm you technically, are one. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm technically a millennial, so I can make those jokes. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm just kidding. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, if if you're just ignoring these problems, they're not going to go away and you're going to choke out all of your good employees and it just gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse. And so it's like, yeah, you've got to, you've got to address the problems and it's tough. It's hard. You know, uh, emotions oftentimes get involved. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I have seen Big, tough dudes cry. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they get so emotional with this. Like, you know, the the first time that it happened to me, so I'm sitting there talking with this guy, and he starts crying on me. And it's like, uh, dude, you're, 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 you're crying over this. Like, just please stop. Like, that's, that's, you know. Don't, don't. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't. Please. Yeah. yeah. Don't. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it can be very stressful to a lot of people, but it doesn't get less stressful by ignoring it. It's yeah. like you, you, you've got to do something about it and people will respect you. You know, even if they're the ones that are being called out, they're going right. to respect you that, you know, you were upfront with them, that you were honest with them. Honesty is key. You know, just be straightforward. Tell them, hey, look, this is what's going on. This is the concern that I have. This is how yeah. I'm going to deal with it. You know, you might not have the best approach in dealing with it, but if you're open and honest, mm-hmm. then they're at least like, okay, well, you know. Yeah, and it's just, you know, like believe in karma. Even if you don't, believe in karma for that instance. Like treat that person like you would want to be treated. Be gentle, be kind, you know, even if you have to be firm. Because a lot right. of times you're going to have to be like, listen, obviously – this isn't okay, right? Mm-hmm. But I get it. Like people are people. Everybody has their mistakes. I have my flaws, whatever. Just and and that's that will go such a long way. Yeah. So kind but firm sometimes leads to firing. You're fired. <laughs> You've been waiting. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one locked and loaded for a long time. So. Uh, be slow to, to hire, quick to fire. Yep. It's, you know. Which seems which seems the exact opposite thing of what we were just saying. <laughs> right? Like, don't just fire everybody on your bus. Yeah. Well, be quick to fire people. Yeah. If, if you know that someone's not going to work out. Yeah. Just, you know. But I, I want to be very clear there, right? This is, you're at the point where. Like, it's very clear to you. You know, you know 
that this person is not going to work out. Right. Like you've done training and they've been a belligerent a-hole and thrown your leniency back in your face. Yeah. It's and like, uh, I'm not going to fix that personality problem. Peace out. And we really should have gone in the order of don't ignore, yes, train, and if you have to, fire. That's how we should have covered this. Sure. But I really want to end on the training because yeah. it's it's a lot more upbeat. Like, I don't want to end, okay, after you fired all you guys, tune in next week for... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we We're are gonna going to talk about how to find better talent. <laughs> we are going out of order. But before you fire anybody, have you taken the time to train them. And the first thing that I always start with is I look and I say, is there a clear process? Like, do they have a process in place for their job? Yeah. Then do they know what that process is? Then have they had opportunity to complete that process? And if it's still not working at that point, you know, at that point, you're starting to look at, okay, maybe this is a bad fit. Yeah. But for me, that's, so I, I think of it in a few different broader sections, I guess. Okay. For me, that's like the first section that I think is like more of an understanding phase, right? Mm -hmm. Because even if you go through that and you do recognize that there's the potential for a problem after that, yeah, that process that you just described, you're not, you're, it's not always likely that you're going to fire that person right then and there. There may be that instance where things are extreme and you're just like, whoa, I had no idea. You're done. Right. But more likely than not, it's going to be like, okay, I see how that kind of works. If there's this twist on that, then there's going to be a serious issue. Yeah. Or, you know, but that then it leads to more like investigation, testing, you know, you're going to try a few different ways of training or guiding or handholding, whatever you want to call it. And, and that will uncover, or that'll just make it more clear. That'll lead more toward, like I was talking about that knowing, mm-hmm. like I know that this is not going to work out. Yeah. But think about this for a second. So, Everyone has a different personality. Everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. Right. And if you have built your team correctly, then you're going to surround yourself with people who don't think like you, which means that there's going to be a little bit of abrasion naturally occurring in a successful team. If everyone is completely on the same page... Now, I'm not talking about cooperation and working together. I'm talking about thinking that, oh, hey, this is how everything should happen. Like you should challenge thoughts and be like, no, we're not doing it that way. Let's do it this way. And and that's a healthy team. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're not allowing some of that, you know, difference, I there, there was this entrepreneur that I knew and, you know, he he had a relatively successful business. But it was so frustrating because his business had so much potential. He could have, you know, grown his business by fivefold. And his biggest problem was that anyone who thought different than him was an intimidation factor. And he would just, he would fire and fire and fire and fire. And, Brutal. you know, it, it, it was one of these things where it's like, okay, you got to look and see what's really going on here. 
you're afraid of anyone challenging your thoughts and your beliefs. So therefore, you're just getting rid of anyone that potentially is going to oppose you. Yeah. And because of that, your business is mediocre at best. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it pays the bills, but you're not really getting anywhere with it. Right. And I think that a big thing to note here, again, is there's a difference between what what we're talking about, which is like a different thought process, right? Mm-hmm. Um, different people will approach things f- from a different um, worldview or frame of reference or sure. Johari's window, whatever you want to call it. Like mm-hmm. there's different ways of looking at things. And that's kind of what we're talking about. We're not talking about putting the same, putting putting people in the same room that are just going to sit there and bicker with each other on all points and argue. Right. Like, that does not sound pleasant <laughs> at all. And doesn't get you anywhere. Right. Like that's going to ruin your business. <laughs> Let's come back to um, ignoring problems and letting weeds fester. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but I think if you, if you can recognize when you're looking, when you're being slow to hire people, if you can recognize in those people that they look at this a little, they look at the world a little bit differently than I do. Mm-hmm. That's a key for being a potential strength to your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as you continue to be slow with hiring and investigate this person, keep that in mind. Like that'll become more clear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then utilize that in your business. And if it is some way in some ways, the source of a problem, like keep that in mind again, like, they think about things differently. And so it's not necessarily, and, and sometimes, like you said, that causes abrasion. It's not necessarily like, oh man, they're just not working out. It may be like, okay, they think differently. We got to figure out how to tweak this so that they can keep thinking differently and keep adding value to my business, which is the reason why I hired them in the first place. Right. And still have the rest of the team or the rest of the business continue to function and, efficiently. And, and I love that you use the term add value because honestly, so first off, I don't like the expression employees are your best asset. Uh, and that's just kind of a weird quirky thing for me. Yeah. But I do like understanding that employees are there to add value to your company. Right. And at the end of the day, that's what you're looking at. You're looking at do they add value? So if you're dealing with employees, if you're dealing with problems, ignoring it is not a good solution. Like uh, hardly ever is that what you're going to want to go to. Maybe for a little bit, you might want to let the kinks work themselves out, but ignoring it is not the solution. Firing should be held in reserve and very limited. And there are only three options, which means that the majority of the time, you are training your employees. That's yeah. that's how you solve the majority of the problems that are, you know, of, of employee problems that you have in your company is through training. Yep. Just boom. That that's that's what it is. So that yeah. should be your first go-to. Right. Anytime that you're having a problem, you should say, okay, what kind of training needs to happen here? What do we need to do to train better? What do we need to do to coach or to mentor or to explain or to provide insight? It's all the same thing going on, but that's your go-to. That's where you want to be. That comes, for me, that comes back to the understanding phase, 
right? Whenever mm-hmm. something comes up, it's you're asking those questions. You're looking for those answers to see what exactly is going on, if there's something that can fix this, et cetera. Right? Yeah. And so when you were talking about the hiring process, and you only went into it a little bit, but there's really so much that's going on there. Um, you know, in that hiring process, what you're looking at is you're saying, okay, can this person add value to my company in this area? And if the answer is yes, and you bring them on board and you start to have problems, take a step back and ask yourself, are they capable of adding value in the area for which they were hired? And if the answer is yes, you can work through personality conflicts. You can work through, I mean, everyone's got their quirks. Everyone's got their bad behaviors, you know, but you can work through a lot of that. Now, if they're stealing from the company, I wouldn't suggest working through that. Nah. <laughs> you know, But if, if it's an issue of like, oh, they show up late to work, does it matter? Do you need them there at a specific time? Yeah. Or does it just bother you because you're a punctual person? Right. You know, and it's like they might be doing tra- their job or, amazing. Or a traditional person, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, we start work at eight. And it's like, uh, sure. Okay. Okay. You know, <laughs> and, and it's like, do they add value to your company? Yeah. Yes, they do. Do they show up between 820 and 840 every single day? Yes. Does it matter? Yeah. You know, in, in fact, th- right. this, th- this one just blows my mind. I've seen employers that they get so frustrated when someone shows up late and I'll ask them, I'll be like, okay, are they getting the job done? Well, yeah, they get their, they get all their work done. Okay. And they're an hourly employee. Yes. So essentially you're getting a discount. Exactly. (laughs) Like you're not paying for that first 40 minutes of the day and you're still getting every, so by you requiring them to show up on time, just cost you more money. (laughs) Yeah. Why why are you fighting for this? Yeah, I've never thought about it that way, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, I mean, I I get that with salaried salaried employees, it's a little bit of a different scenario. But is it because salaried employees, you pay them to get a job done, you don't pay them to sit there, exactly. You know, so at the end of the day, it's like pay to get the job done, pay yeah. to have you know added value to your company. If they bring more to the table than it costs you to have them there, they're they're worth it. Yeah. And you can train through a lot of the other things. Yeah. I've seen that uh, in a very poignant example uh, in a company that I was working with. There was an incredibly talented IT person that um, he and I worked together a little bit. And basically what this came down to was he'd be like, yeah, I can get my day's worth of work done in, you know, two hours or so. He's like, but I, it's easy in IT to make it sound really complicated. And, <laughs> but the thing was, the thing is, though, is that what this person was getting paid, it was like, fine. Like, yeah, he's totally worth it. Like, you're paying full-time salary mm-hmm. to this person who's working basically 10 hours a week. But because of the the level of quality that he would produce, it was a hundred percent worth it because after that person left the company, then they had to outsource. Right. And it's costing them like five or six times as much. And they aren't getting near the quality that they had with that one person. And, And that's what I love to look at is, okay, 
what are you paying for? When you bring an employee on board, what are you paying for? Are you paying for them to sit at their desk? Yeah. Like, or are you paying for the, for results? Exactly. You know, when you go and buy a car, do you ask them, well, now how many hours did it take you to manufacture this car? Because I only want a car that took over 80 hours of manufacturing time. You don't care. (laughs) Is it going to look exquisitely beautiful in my driveway at least 40% of the day? (laughs) You don't care about that. Yeah. Is it going to drive nice? Is it going to get me from point A to point B? What are the features on it? Yeah. Is it going to be able to haul the load that I need to haul? Is it going to, you know? And and so as, as a business, don't get hung up on these nitpicky things, look at it and say, okay, what's the added value that I'm getting? What what would it cost me to not have this person here? Now, if the answer is you would save money or make money by not having the person, then we go to that fire piece. Yeah. But if you're looking at it and you're like, you know, in the IT example where it costs the company more money to not have that person, who cares yeah. how many hours they're working because it's like, oh, the company's saving money. Yeah. You know, and so I, I, I look at the training. Now, I, I know we're running out of time and I just want to yeah. kind of hit on a couple more points, maybe just one more point. But this idea of when you're doing training, Training takes a long time and you have to repeat it. Yeah. You can't just do it once. Yep. And so when you train somebody and then two weeks later, they're not doing it again. Guess what? That means you hired a human. Yeah. Because that's human nature. Right. You know, and so you have to train them again and again and again. Yeah. And, and that requires an incredible amount of patience, not mm-hmm. only for you, the person doing the training, but the rest of the team that also has to participate in that on some level, right? Right. If there are other people. Um, but that's a key that I think is often, very, very often overlooked is that mm-hmm. repetition, is that consistency. But think of it this way. If you're not training them, you have two other alternatives. You can fire them. Or ignore them. Or ignore the problem. Yeah. And by training once, you are choosing to ignore the problem because all training has to be repetitive. Yeah. That is the way that human beings learn. Exactly. And and so if you train once and think you're done, you're ignoring the problem, which we said at the beginning is never the solution. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, here, son, catch this ball. You missed. Great job. Go join the major leagues. (laughs) That's yeah. And, and and then we wonder why we're like, oh, none of my employees are doing anything that I yeah. ask them to do. He doesn't know how to hit. We threw the ball once. It's like, uh, <laughs> try again. Yeah. You know, so uh, I, I, I guess I would just like to, you know, we'll kind of wrap this thing up with there are only three things you can do. You can ignore the problem. You can fire the problem or you can train to fix the problem. Yeah. And you know, 80% of the time you're going to want to train and training is repetitive and you're going to have to do the same trainings with the same people multiple times and then they'll start to catch on. But I guarantee you'll have a better culture in the company. You'll have more productivity. You'll be happier and you'll have far fewer problems. So it's worth it. 
Definitely. And it helps things run so much smoother in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, Check us out, www.marketingmanagementmoney.com. Let us know what you think. Give us some feedback. Uh, What are your thoughts? Have you ever had an experience where you've had to ignore, fire, or train? We'd love to hear it. And we'll catch you next week. Ciao. Mm -hmm.